Ah, so we have well, a second. Good yes, well, good morning. Well, good morning. <laughs> so that's that's the Hi, intro. Um, <laughs> dealing with disappointment. Oh my gosh! And I just think it's. I mean, this whole year, 2020, has been just a great disappointment, right? I mean, coronavirus has, yeah. we talked about this last week, um, just kind of stolen a lot of things from us, a lot of things we aspired to do or, you know, and it just it just keeps coming, like the disappointments keep coming. And now I know you being in California, you guys are under another lockdown, essentially, right? Or more yeah. restrictions? Right. The businesses are back to some sort of lockdown I honestly didn't even look it up because I'm like well I don't know what what is what it is that I'm like how can it be that different like I've already been staying home anyways like I got my hair cut what last Friday or whatever but that's like the only time I've gone out you know like and I just feel bad for businesses and especially the small ones you know who really thrive on just having that extra hour being open or whatever you know like I just can't even imagine what they're going through. But I do hope that with everything that we've been through thus far, that they've been able to somehow prepare for, um, like, a lockdown to be to be safe and everything, but also, you know, continue to make some sort of living. Right. <laughs> Either it be, like, curbside pickup or online shopping or shipping and all that stuff that has now become, you know, in the forefront of dealing with this right. as a business, you know? So yeah. I just hope that they were able to prepare in some way. And um, obviously, you can't get your hair cut online. <laughs> you can cut but it yourself. That's what I've been doing. now or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it sucks. It's horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely super disappointing. And I think I was thinking about it um, today, actually. And my number one tip for dealing with disappointment is to always remind yourself that everything is temporary and I've said this a million times like it probably sounds like I'm beating a dead horse but everything's temporary from our emotions to our bodies I mean eventually like no matter how much you work out something eventually is going to change your body whether it's age or illness or injury or pregnancy Um, you know I mean we didn't stay babies forever or toddlers or children everything changes and everything's temporary so um, anytime I'm facing disappointment, like especially when I prepared getting my son, you know, ready to go to school, even though it was only two days a week, I was so excited. We went out and got the extra school supplies. You know, I was planning the first day of school out- outfit, doing the first day of school real picture, you know, and then yes. like less than, I mean, 12 hours before he's supposed to go back, they sent out, sorry, with the spike in cases, we we're going to have to postpone in-person learning. And it was... You know, it was devastating for a second, but it was also like, well, you know, this is eventually he's going to go to school and this is temporary. But then also, like, we're already used to virtual learning at this point. So it's right. kind of like, yes, OK, <laughs> just keep going. Yeah, I was going to say, at least you're not like doing something different at home. You right. Just continue what you've been doing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to really transition and make a new routine or anything. It's just, okay, go back, you know, business as usual, unfortunately. But yeah. yeah. And can you imagine how the, like the, per, like the staff at the school feel? They're probably anxious to get back in the classroom also. Sure. And they've been planning this out and probably really excited to finally meet their students in person. Right. And, you know, 
yeah, the, the big guys, what's the big guy called at the top of the school? Superintendent? <laughs> Principal? <laughs> yeah, he's probably like really disappointed as well. Yeah. But also, he's got the best, you know, um, like safety in mind for right. everybody. And uh, it's like hard to look at it that way, but I'm really trying to like look at it the way that he's got the best intentions and he wants to protect you the people that would yeah. use the school, you know, and, um, and that's the way that he, that's the only way he can do it right now, you know, or he or she, he or she like, you know, I'm using he as the whatever, but, um, anyways, it's just like, it, it, um, a point or a tip <laughs> for me would be to try to put yourself in someone else's shoes, I guess, mm-hmm. in like the lamest way, but like, of yeah. course they're disappointed as well, you know, right. and like, it's, it, you want to be mad at people sometimes for things that they are having to put into place but it's also out of their control you know this whole right. pandemic is out of everybody's control right. in the sense that it's here and it's still raging yeah. you know and but the things that we can control which is one of my is like my main tip for getting through disappointment is like you know the things that you can control focus on that yeah. maybe, control them <laughs> and plan out like one of the things I wrote down I just like was thinking about this so much was that you know how do you displace that disappointment you know yeah and it's by taking control of what you can I think that's probably my biggest tip and point is like plan you know the next week or something or like plan some meals like and take control of that like you can control that and sure plan the next hour you know if you don't know what you're gonna do this week just plan the hour or plan the next five minutes you know set a timer and (laughs) (laughs) let yourself do something that you're in control of right yeah and that's that's a good idea and that's kind of like um we planned sorry there's recycling truck going by i don't know if you can hear that super loud on my end but um we had planned (laughs) we had planned for first day of school to um go out to dinner or order in whatever um my son's favorite meal which is um panero mac and cheese and um, I was kind of like, oh, dang, like now we can't do that. And then I was like, wait, yeah, I can. That's one thing I'm still in control of and we plan to do it. We yeah. can still do that. So you can still like partake in things that you'd planned on centered around an event. And even if that event isn't happening, like you can still celebrate and do things. Yeah. You know, make that's it so fun. That's so true. I'm so glad. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. totally good. So <laughs> And I was looking up, like, similar words to disappointment, you know, like our theme and everything, and I'll just read some that are sadness, regret, dismay, sorrow, despondency, depression, distress, mortification, uh, disillusionment, uh, displeasure, discontent, dissatisfaction, like all those things wrapped up, because I was thinking, like, how I've been reflecting on disappointment, our theme, mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of days since you mentioned it, and yeah. just realizing that a lot of my disappointment is towards myself. Like, as in how <laughs> you react to something, or not following through on something, or like, what, what elaborate, please. Yeah, um, I think the more I've thought about it, the more heavy it's gotten because I I don't think I deserve all this disappointment towards myself mm-hmm. um, now that I've been thinking about it for days. Yeah. Because <laughs> at first it was easy to just be like, man, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't prioritize or like 
use my time wisely this whole month or whatever and it's already you know past mid-november and i'm disappointed in myself because the application to uc santa barbara is so hard and immaculate and you have to type in every single college and i've been to probably six colleges at this point because of my military career and i'm like disappointed that i had to choose a career that put me through all that so that it's hard to fill out applications yeah i mean it takes a lot of work because you got to go back yeah and oh my gosh it is a lot of work my pity party, uh, my pity pool is just filling. <laughs> it's filling up with water. <laughs> and, and the ladder is getting uh, more covered by the pity pool as we go here. But um, I think that a lot of those things are just out of my control at this point. Right. You know, so that's why I mentioned the control thing, because I can't control the fact now that I had to go to like four different colleges before Ellen Hancock here to get degrees in the Air Force because moving around, like, that's just the life, you know? And I can't control the fact that, you know, the UCSB application is probably just a super normal college application, and I just happen to have a little more complicated, you know, um, side of it, you know? And I can't control the time that has already passed. I think that's probably the big one, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I've, I think I've mentioned so many times that it's been hard for me to get up earlier in the morning. And um, I've actually been working on that and able to get up by 6 a.m. for the last almost two weeks now. Wow, so that's good job. really nice. Yeah, that's So I'm going to celebrate those little wins and continue to plan so that I can control what I can. Yeah. Because <sighs> nobody deserves to be beating themselves up about the little stuff like that is in the past and you literally can't do anything about it now right. at this point. Yeah, I mean, go easy on yourself. And I say this, um, the point of power is always in the present moment. I mean, you have no power to do anything in the past and you have no power to do anything in the future. The point of power is in the present moment. So none of, you know, like if you think about that, like how powerful is that really? Like right now is the only thing you have control over, um, how you react, respond, what you plan to do. Um, So yeah, that makes, I don't know. When I think about that, that helps me shift my perspective so much um especially thinking about like the past you know and like you can't it's it's almost kind of pointless to be disappointed in your old self because that self you can't do anything with it right I mean I get it because like I've been there but it's like if you remove yourself from that you're almost like dude I can't do anything that that's not me anymore and like right now is where I have the power, like this moment holds the power, not the past or even the future. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I just thought of this like um, disappointment in like many words has its has its like spectrum, right? Of meaning. Right. Like you could mm-hmm. be disappointed that the BX closed an hour early or whatever. And sorry for those of you who don't know, the BX is the base exchange. So the grocery store closed an hour, <laughs> an hour earlier, earlier. Yeah. because of something. Sure. You know, <laughs> um, you could be disappointed in that, or you could be disappointed that um, your food you know, order you came wrong. Or yeah, something. yeah. What's that? I was just gonna say this happens to me all the time. When I order food, it always comes incorrectly, or if I ask for my meat well done, it comes raw. <laughs> dressing on the side, it comes as you know, dressing in the salad as a soup. So disappointment you can be there's lots of like you said that's the perfect the, example yes and it totally happened to me over the weekend then, which is why is it at, it's at the forefront of my mind but 
continue mm-hmm. the spectrum of disappointment <laughs> Yes, the spectrum of disappointment. So, and then like, you know, you go to maybe the more deeper side, um, how, you know, I was really disappointed that a certain someone um, got out on bail for something that they did, a crime that they did. And it just like boggled my mind. But like, there's some severe disappointment there, you know? Right. And then the darkest disappointment (laughs) that's happened to me recently, uh, and I won't go too deep into it, but if a really good friend of mine, you know, uh, uh, oh man, I just wanted to show the spectrum, you know, (laughs) you could get your order wrong (laughs) to the spectrum of someone losing their child, you know, to, uh, something unforeseen, like totally unprecedented. Like they couldn't do anything about it. They did everything right. Right. And And as a pregnancy, right. Is what you're referencing. Just so everyone knows. Sorry, sorry. It cuts out the audio sometimes. Oh, does it? Okay. You, so you're referencing as in a pregnancy, right? Carrying a child for nine months yes. and then losing the child out of your control. Yes. Yeah, literally nine months of pregnancy just and feeling the kick of a baby hours before, like, the final appointment before birth, you know, and then there'd be no heartbeat. And that is, like not only disappointing but like for the sake of our discussion like that is the deepest disappointment that I have ever experienced I think (laughs) like because you're expecting something and I think that's kind of how disappointment works like you were expecting something and then it didn't go the way that you thought it was going to right it changed and that's like the deepest level I can think of so I'm just trying to show the spectrum there but like yeah we're all going through some crazy stuff, but, like, those are the things that you just truly do not expect to happen. Um, Right. And it's unfair to everybody, and it happened. Like, it's it's just hard because there's... I can't wake up, you know? I can't wake up from that bad dream, and neither can that family, and it's just, like... Ugh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Heather. Um, I was going to say, I can't hear you. That's just, like, the spectrum I wanted to yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, that's a really good point. Cause I so. just thought about this today. Like, you know how Facebook has memories pop up? And two years ago today, I went and visited my grandparents. And there's a picture of my grandpa and I. And I lost my grandpa. He passed away in July. And because of COVID, you can't have a funeral. You can't celebrate their life. You can't do any of that stuff. And that's extremely disappointing because it's not only that, I lost my uncle too a couple months a couple months prior and they had to cancel his celebration of life because of COVID. And that's devastatingly disappointing, not, you know, to me, but to, to their immediate family, you know, my aunt like lost her husband and she can't, you know, what, what are you gonna, you can't do anything. Just, you know, it's like, it's up there on the other end, like, yeah. what do we do? And it's like you said, you're disappointed because you were expecting something, like whether it was you're yes. expecting them to be alive or you're expecting to be able to celebrate their death and have a funeral and have that closure, but you can't. And it's, it's just devastating. And it kind of wreaks havoc, I think, on our emotional balancing, you know, our, our scales there. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're so accustomed to certain procedures, you know, right. um, pr- probably I could say cu- culturally, um, mm-hmm. 
and in a lot of cultures, I imagine there is like a, a grieving period and like a you know the time to celebrate the life or sure. you know acknowledge the death in a funeral or, and everything like that. And it's just like the being ripped away from everybody this year. Yeah. It's just like it's strange because you can't like pinpoint it on anybody. That's the other part. I right. wish there was someone to blame, but like the pandemic isn't like a a, a tangible thing that we can just like punch in the face like why did you take that away from me yeah (laughs) you know it's just this horrible cloud uh that we can't grab onto and strangle for doing what it has to us this year and um that's probably one of the harder parts I think that reminds me I had this weird dream I just really quickly want to share this because I keep thinking of it this morning I had a weird dream that I went to like a train station and and like some punk teenage girl stole my wallet and like I had $115 in it uh, in cash but she like cleaned out my wallet like all my cards and stuff like my coffee punch cards and like weird stuff like that I'm like what are you gonna do with that that's not worth anything to you and um and like took up the money and stuff out of it and there was just like my empty wallet there and I got so mad at her and I tried to torture her but I couldn't because in the okay I know that sounds kind of crazy but sorry I'm like I'm not gonna torture people over. this was a dream okay reminding this is a dream and like I was trying to bend her toes to make her tell me what she did with the money or something and it wouldn't break it was just she had like rubber toes oh my <laughs> gosh reminds me like you know how in a dream you can't actually make things happen a lot of the time right <laughs> yeah not real that's kind of like a good uh, uh analogy comparison for discipline anyways to like not being able to touch the pandemic, you know what I mean? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, there's just nothing we can do. We can't fight it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways. That's oh funny. Gosh. Okay, you go. Okay. Um, so we talked about just dealing with disappointment, and one of the things um, that I mentioned as a tip for that is to realize that all things are temporary. Um, and then yes. your tip was to take control of what you can because you can't do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So um, those two things are, I think, are super helpful. So um, taking control and realizing that everything's temporary and kind of with that, just going with the flow, I think is, you know, that's part of being temporary. And something that I was told when I was younger was that whatever will be, will be, and that this too shall pass. Yeah. And um, it's like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And we only have so much control, like you said, over what's going to happen. So just kind of like leaning back into life and letting it happen um, with a more like relaxed state has been super helpful for me. And it like almost lessens the anxiety. And I know we talked about this last week, but I've been saying, you know, rest in my rush, like finding rest in the rush around me. And that's also kind of just going with the flow and letting things happen, even though it's really easy to get like wrapped up or heated about stuff going on. We're just taking a step back and like letting it kind of just fall back. It's been helpful for me, at least the last, what, almost nine months that we've been doing this, almost an entire year. Yeah. That's totally crazy to me. Oh, my goodness. It's wild. Like, a year ago, you were helping me get some serious gains in the gym. And (laughs) And we were, yeah, doing spin class, fun things, and then here we are, like, 
It's just so weird. Everything's so weird. <laughs> it is. It's so it's easy. Weird. I think disappointment, like stay letting yourself sit in disappointment for too long is like wallowing in self-pity and despair oh, and yeah. you know That's a it's pathway to just not good yeah, things it's a spiral a negative spiral is. yes yeah, yeah. Ooh, which kind of reminds me of our toolbox that we were talking about i think that was in our was that in our motivation talk i believe so yeah yeah so if you can think like there's like different compartments in your toolbox so maybe there's a disappointment compartment and instead of letting yourself just be disappointed maybe a good trigger would be like to recognize i think we've talked about this before like recognize how you're feeling Mm -hmm. yeah give a name to it yep yes exactly thank you (laughs) such a good team and um and then you know like altering like shifting that state of mind and maybe finding what you can appreciate in a situation sometimes that's impossible like in the instance of losing uh, someone someone or you know that disappointment with my my friend and um you know like I don't know how that I don't even know anyways but I just mean for the things that are of a little less caliber severity you know you can just like shift your mindset and think about um like what you can do and you know like last night I was trying to so yeah I'm applying to UC Santa Barbara (laughs) you hadn't figured that out already Um, and I was like cranking through it and the darn application is due by November 30th I've been thinking about this for months and I just am been cranking this darn thing out it's long like I understand they have this huge campus they have multiple campuses and all this great all these great um schools and everything but I think I had to like sit back like physically in my chair and be like, I was frustrated with filling out all my colleges that I've been through. And I was just thinking to myself, like, you know what, what if I just like shift this feeling and just reach out to someone at at their veterans uh, link or um, email, because there's always a veteran center at Mm -hmm. a college. So that's what I did. I just took a break from the application and I sent an email instead. And so I'll wait to hear back and that'll hopefully open up some conversation. And like, I was able to change the flow you know yeah of how last night was going and so yeah I think that's something good having your toolbox <laughs> yeah that's awesome and that, another thing in the toolbox is you know self-care stuff and that's something I think about like yeah. when I'm disappointed like okay well I can't do this I can't do what I planned but what could I do that could replace that or you know displace like you said the disappointment without hiding that the fact that I'm disappointed because I think what we talked about just a few seconds ago like naming your disappointment and like feeling it like I think it's valid because those are emotions that you gotta like acknowledge otherwise it weighs you down so um, you know just like my example this week like even though we couldn't have the real first day of school and we didn't get to go out to dinner the way we planned we still went out to dinner because that's one part of that day that we could still, you know, take control over and do something that was fun and still celebrate it, even though, like, it kind of, I mean, it, was, it sucked. Like, it yeah, sucked. But, exactly. you know, you can still do things, but I think self-care, like, what's going to make me feel good after I let my, I acknowledge that I'm upset because I'm disappointed that X, Y, Z, like, yes. And what does that look like? Is it treat yourself to a coffee? Go get like a creme brulee latte or whatever at Starbucks. Do some burpees. It always makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yes. 
slap a burpee on it and but yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> <so> <laughs> true oh my gosh i did do um so pull-up burpees are super fun and very challenging oh i did them in my workout yeah. this morning and i will post a video later but um okay they are they're challenging but anyway yeah slap a burpee yeah, on it you'll feel awesome. better <laughs> okay um so do you have a question of the day because if you don't i have one i do or have one do we have I anything else we want to oh okay so is there anything else we want to like sorry is there anything else we want to no, mention I, about dealing with disappointment or recap we pretty well covered it what do you yeah. think i think that's that's pretty good. So just to recap really quick, um, my number one tip is to realize that everything is temporary. Um, and uh, Rhonda's was it to take control of what you can control. Um, and then I think one of the other things we both kind of agree on is to still um, do something fun, like to displace your disappointment or if you had planned <sighs> something special and part of that got ruined I mean you can still do some of it right or treat yourself to something to kind of make up for it I guess yeah in yeah. the best way possible <laughs> in the best way possible yes, exactly. yeah cool okay okay so question my of question the day. of the day <laughs> is if you had to live in one season for the rest of your life which season would it be yeah, that's tough. So initially, I just want to say fall, but I really love some. I'm just gonna say fall because fall has some warm days, and there's some cold days. So you kind of get the best yeah. of it. So I'll probably just go with that. I would. Mm, yeah, I would say fall. That's Isn't a tough that a crazy one. one? That's tough. I was thinking like summer, but summer's just always a state of summer. But I love right. spring. Spring when is things good. are like alive and we're like growing and blooming i do love right. spring so i'd probably choose spring yeah that was that probably yeah that was a fun one that would probably be my second choice would be spring and for the same reasons like everything's blooming and you still get like some morning mist and it's like sunny but chilly a little bit yeah, yeah. that's a that's a yeah, tough one and i love fall too but it's also kind of like everything's in a state of decay <laughs> like well, what dying. part of fall? Because if you do the beginning part of fall, it's still kind of green. I, right, yeah. so if it just cycled through, like, Beginning fall, to end of fall. beginning to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, I have one quick question of the day. This one hopefully would be easy. But if you could have lunch... Did we do this last week? If you could have lunch with anybody deceased like a famous person or your great great grandpa or whatever if you could just have lunch with one person um who would it be that's not no longer here uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know who i mean you could do like elvis you could do like marilyn monroe james dean uh, princess diana um, um, sorry, I am like, I have no idea. Blank. That's a big question. It is. I, know. <laughs> I think the first thought, I'll go with the first thought that came to mind. Um, my, 
mom is always talking about how much how sweet her grandma was and how nice and proper and just perfect she was i think i probably have lunch with her i don't even know i don't even remember her name oh my goodness anyways my great grandma yeah there you go okay yeah that's actually (laughs) (laughs) i would probably choose i mean naturally i just want to say my friend ashley um but i think i would say my great grandma on my mom's side my maternal side because she was an amazing cook and everyone in my family says I get my cooking um, from her and I barely remember her so to be able to go have lunch with her would be pretty amazing yeah so we both say our great grandmas that's cool (laughs) yeah yeah cool (sighs) good questions good questions yeah good talk that was great awesome yeah good topic um, and then next week, I know you're going to be on vacation, so our live yep. will be to be determined. Yes. Yes. We'll figure it out. Honestly, don't know where we're going to be next Thursday morning. We'll probably still be at my sister's house. So, I don't know. We're, like, trying to be super not planning about anything, which is funny because I'm like, take control and plan. <laughs> and then I'm like, Dad, I don't need It's you know your know your audience or know, you know, like, it's, there's time to plan and then there's time that you need to like unplug and just have no plans. So that's, we got you. (laughs) That's what I need Uh, right now. So yeah, we will, we'll let you guys know when we'll be talking again. If you got something out of this today, um, if you feel like it, you can share your disappointments with us. Yeah. And how you (laughs) navigate through them. Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Well, until next time, have an awesome day and it was so nice to see you as always Rhonda yes I miss you <laughs> I hope miss you have fun too. for the rest of the week oh yes. well it's hump day happy hump day happy hump day yes yeah. we'll talk to y'all next time next time thank yes you. <laughs> thank you <laughs> yes <laughs>